the wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. What's up, family? We are Terrell and Jarius, the host of Let's Go There, where we will, in fact, go there every single week. Every Wednesday in this podcast, no topics are off limits for us. We will be pushing ourselves and you to see different perspectives, challenging what you think you know, and have fun all at the same time. So listen, I want you guys to go ahead and buckle up because going there is going to be the ride of your life. See you guys next week. Hey, bestie, it's Cami Crawford. Relationships are hard, and that's why I'm here. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship, the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics, the good, the bad, and the straight up shitty. Need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in every Friday for new episodes. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie. Hey, besties. Listen, I know that a lot of our listeners are down with the swirl. And I love that for y'all, okay? I don't know if some of you don't know what down with the swirl means. But basically, this episode is all about interracial dating. And how to navigate that. And not in the weird, cringy way where it's like you're collecting pictures of mixed babies on your Pinterest board like that. Stop that shit, please. We're talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to interracial dating and getting engulfed in someone else's culture, everything that comes with that. And today's guest is Kayla Nicole. She is a TV host, a model, an influencer, a bad bitch. Okay, we're twins. I swear we're the same person. I really, really think so. Um, We're both Scorpios, so twins. Anyway, obsessed with her. She has a beautiful relationship with her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs. And I know a ton of you look up to her and love their relationship. They're so gorgeous together. Oh, I love it. Anyways, looking forward to helping you guys kind of navigate some of this. Speaking from having like one experience in the eighth grade with my eighth grade boyfriend. Hey, Noah, he was white. That was cool. But <laughs> a ton of experience on this, but I wanted to hear from somebody who did. So super excited to talk to Kayla and um, yeah, keep listening. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so happy. I don't think I've ever really got to do a podcast like this, honestly. Really? Like girl to girl, woman to woman. No, everything's always with guys over it. Well, this one is for the girls and the gays. Yes. And the gays. Yeah. Because we do all that. Okay. And we're here right now. Okay. Good. And we got Kayla Nicole. <laughs> relationship. Yeah. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I am here with 
Uh, well, first of all, let me introduce. Okay. Host, model, yeah. influencer, yeah. Kayla Nicole. All the things. What's up, y'all? My Scorpio sister. Yes, gang. I don't know when I found you. When I found you. Mm, it's giving you. When I found you in my bosom. <laughs> I don't know when that was. But I after I started following you, I was like, we're the same. Yeah. We're very, very, very similar. A lot of the shit that comes out of your mouth, I'm like, did she say that or did I say that? And a lot of shit that you say, I'm like, I wish I could say this. <laughs> Why can't you? Uh, you know, sometimes when you date someone that's in the public eye, you have to kind of like reel it in a little bit because mm-hmm. you don't want it to be a reflection of them. Right. On occasion. Right. Like, don't get me wrong. I will let loose. But sometimes I do try to spare, you know, a headline or two mm-hmm. on his behalf. Mm-hmm. That's actually, that's my, well, okay. So your boyfriend. Yeah. Travis Kelsey. Woo woo. Everybody knows him. Everybody loves him. Yeah, that I is a, that's a of course I you the most. So. You the most. Maybe his mom might love him a little bit. Right, more, right, right. True, 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 true. I'm at the top of the list. True, <laughs> but I think that you do an amazing job at like just being your authentic, genuine self. But I don't like what I've been seeing recently from the media and the press as far as like it, it's as if that the wives and girlfriends and significant others of athletes can't have an opinion mm. or a voice about shit. It's like yeah. everybody has something to say about that. And I'm just like... 100%. What, does your wife not say something about your work colleagues at your nine to five? Like, this is a normal thing. Exactly. To have thoughts. It's normal to have thoughts. Yeah. You know, like thoughts and feelings. Wow, she's human. No. She's not horrible. Allowed. Like, that's not literally allowed. That's literally the response. But I feel like you you chalk it up to the game. It's a part of just the culture, I guess. Yeah. You know, people think you're just supposed to be the trophy wife. You kind of just sit there silent. That's not me. It's never been me. Mm-hmm. And for some people, they love it. Some people, you know, it's not their cup of tea. Right. Either way, I just continue to to do me. Yeah. I drink coffee anyway, so I don't care about being your cup of tea. Period. Um, although I used to be a tea drinker, but that's another story for another day. It's kind of boring that time. <laughs> it's boring on that side. Yeah, like, what the fuck? It's not enough caffeine for me. <laughs> Where was I and what was I doing yeah. when I wasn't drinking coffee? Boring. That is so weird of me. <laughs> I I've, I think back to that time not not fondly. Not I'd cute. Much rather the jitters that I have, even when I was yes. getting my nails done today, and my nails, my hands are like shaking while she's trying to apply the gel. I'm like, I haven't had my coffee yet. She's like, Bitch, are you good? No. Are you okay? No, I'm not. <laughs> okay, so how did you and Travis meet? Because I feel like everybody thinks that y'all met like on that TV show that he was on. Oh my God, Catching Kelsey! It. Shout out to Catching Kelsey and everyone that was on that show. I wasn't one of. Any of those people, you know? Yes. Uh, no, not my vibe. I would never do a dating show. Uh, I think people that do dating shows are weird, including I Travis. I, like, <laughs> what the fuck was that? I don't think that I could do one. No. Only because I am so territorial. Like, yes. I could do, like, Married at First Sight. I've said this on the podcast before. I could do mm-hmm. Married at First Sight because if you tell me that this is my person, I'm going to ride or die for that fucking person okay. for the rest of my life. Okay. Really? Yeah. You're committed. <laughs> Fucking in. Okay. I'm in. Okay. But like, if you're telling me that I'm on The Bachelor and okay. I got to date you and fight well, and play a game. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Right. No, no, no. Because you're mine. Exactly. It's real Scorpio vibe. No, it's very Scorpio. I'm the same way. I wish he would. I tell him now, I'm like, I wish you would try to leave this relationship and see other people. Where are you going? Just Go, see who. Try. Where? In our <laughs> home? <laughs> in our bed? You How? sure? How? Where? With what car? <laughs> yeah. What's her name? <laughs> Good luck to her. Um, no. So I think, okay. So we met, we met not on the dating show. Right. Not on the dating show. We met on Instagram. And 
I DM'd him. I DM'd him first. Love that. I made the slide. But that was after he followed me for a couple of months. He cut, you know, he did the whole like, I'm going to creep on you from the bushes mm-hmm. and I'm going to like your pictures. I'm going to watch your stories. Mm-hmm. And after a while, I was like, okay, I see you. Like, you've made it very evident that you're following me, that you're there, you're present. And I remember my homegirl telling me like, what are you waiting for? Like, hit him up. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. Oh. I know. I was he very stubborn. Yeah, me. I'm like, <laughs> if he wants to talk to me, he can hit me up first. Yes. Did you guys do the whole thing where like he went on your page and like three pictures and you went back in like two? And then oh, I didn't like back. nothing. Oh, I wasn't playing. I wasn't doing that. That's I was. I just came out of like a really jacked up relationship, mm. bad breakup. So I was off men in general, especially athletes. I yeah. was like, oh, thanks. I'm good. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. So seeing him lurker on my page, I was not impressed. I really mm. wasn't intrigued. I'm like, I go on his page. Oh, he's tall. Mm-hmm. He wears J's. Like mm-hmm. he got a little buzz cut. Like that's mm. nice and all. Not into it. Like. <laughs> Yes. If you want next my attention, get next caller, <laughs> hit me up and be direct. Yes. So the homegirl's hyping him up. Talk to him. Talk to him. And I'll never forget this. This is Travis's favorite story, too, because it was New Year's Day. I'd had a couple cocktails. Mm. And I'm like, well, you know, New Year, maybe new me. Mm-hmm. I could just lower my pride a little bit. Yeah. And DM a white man, which I've never, yeah. I've never dated a white guy in my life. So that was already like, what the hell am I doing? What the hell is this kind of tequila? Let me, let me DM this white man on <laughs> yes. New Year's. And just see what it's hitting for real quick. Yes, period. So I DM'd him and I told him, um, I told him that my mom always said that it's rude to stare and not speak. <gasps> that is such a fucking thing that I would say. <laughs> Oh my, cause like it's slightly rude. Yes. But it's not. And it's calling you out. Like, I see you. What's up? What you know? I see you noticing me. I notice you. Cause you could do that all day if you want to. Literally. But like, speak. <laughs> okay, stop playing with me. He responded, got my number. We like FaceTime for the first time for like six hours. And oh my God. Yeah. It was like instant connection, which was really cool. Oh. Cute. And so, but you obviously like you were attracted to him. Yeah, I was. Have you ever found other white guys or any other guys outside of your race, which is black? If you're if you if you don't know, because obviously you're not watching us. Yeah, I'm black. <laughs> I'm blackity black. We both black. Black on black. As hell. Mixed with black. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we yes, black. Exactly. Um, I think I used to say like, oh, I'm an equal opportunist. You know what I mean? Like whoever thinks I'm attractive, if they are respectful and kind yeah. and taller than Six two, yeah. standards. Yeah, I I'm open to it. Yeah, but honestly, I'd, I'd only dated black men prior, mm. and I think naturally that's what I was drawn to. Like you said, I'm black. You know, my dad's, and my uncles are black. I'm surrounded by black men. Yeah, that's just what I was attracted to. But could I sit, say, in a restaurant and see someone who was Latino or or white or Asian and be like, oh, he's cute, like mm-hmm. he's fine for sure? Would I approach them? Probably not. Mm. Simply probably because of the fact that I wasn't. 100% sure if they would be attracted to me. So that's right. kind of might be rooted a little bit in like that insecurity of that. Yes. But because I knew that he was clearly into me, mm-hmm. I did a little Google search, saw that he picked the black girl on the dating show. I was like, okay. I got a chance. Great. He might be into this. <laughs> <laughs> it that's wasn't a, as risky. Yeah, That's a real kind of, I would say anxiety, not necessarily a fear, but an anxiety. And like, I know from like even my sisters and just growing up, I grew up in a predominantly white area. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the black boys at the school are into the white girls. 100%. And a lot of the white guys might be into you, but they say weird fetishizing shit. And yeah. you're like, uh. You're like, actually, ew. Yeah. yeah. This is this feels disgusting. Yeah. So no thank you. But then it's like, 
they'll they'll fuck with you up until a point. Mm-hmm. And then when it's time to like bring you home for Thanksgiving. To mom and pop, right? Or Hanukkah. Yes. It's you're not getting past that yeah. line. Yeah. And that is something that I think that a lot of women of color just in general, like you might find a, a white guy attractive or mm-hmm. a guy outside of your race attractive, but it's like, will they like me? And right. that anxiety alone, I think, fucks us all up. 100%. But you can have a preference. Like, you can you can want to date. You know, I understand people who are like, I'm Muslim, so I want to date someone who's Muslim mm-hmm. because that is my culture. I want to date someone who's Lebanese because I'm Lebanese. Yeah. That's my culture, and that's how I've been raised, and that's what I want. Yeah. But I think that we do ourselves a disservice a lot by closing off mm-hmm. certain boxes because we're too afraid to see for sure if it could be a possibility. For sure. And I think generationally, too. Like, I remember... Before I even spoke of Travis, I remember I turned on uh, one of his games, and my dad's going to kill me for this, but it's an eye-opening situation, I think, for everyone. But I turned on one of his games, and I was just like, you know, like, what do you think about that guy? Like, number 87. Mm-hmm. The white boy. For instance, what yeah. do you think about what him? You think? <laughs> what do you think? He looks at me, and he's just like, I mean, whatever. Like, I'm not into it. Like, and then I, he kind of, like, picked up on it, but it was basically like, don't bring no white boy home. <gasps> like, don't play with yeah. me. You know? Yeah. And he's, we're, yeah. like, shooting the shit. We're watching football. We have a really close relationship. This is my stepdad. Mm-hmm. And he basically was just like, yeah, don't bring no white man home. Like, yeah. don't do that to me. I mean, we've all heard that. Yes. You know, whether it's <laughs> a joke or not. That. And you have to think about the times that they grew up in. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's from North Carolina, which... They don't play. Yeah. They don't play down yeah. there. So right. you understand where it's coming from. But I think that that fear kind of trickles down to you, too. And you kind of in the back of your mind just think like, OK, no, I'm not bringing no white mm-hmm. man home. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. I'm going to bring a black man. Yes. A strong black brother. Because that will impress the whole family. Yeah. Everyone will like nobody will have questions. Right. And they're so different. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No. <laughs> Spoiler alert. All these niggas the same. They're all the same. They are all the same. They're all the same. It doesn't matter all the same. what color they are. At all. I hate them all, but I love them all. Same. And same. it's horrible. <laughs> it's a right. horrible cycle. <laughs> Truly. It really is. Truly. But I, I, I get that part too, where it's like, not only is, it, is there the anxiety about, are they going to like me? Mm-hmm. But what's my family going to think? What are my friends going to think? What yeah. are like, how are they, how is their family going to feel? How are their friends going to react? How's right. their fucking 80 year old grandmother going to react? Yeah. When this fine black woman walks through the door. Yeah. Cause that's when what's you really, happen? that's when you really have to be, cause honestly though, you do have to be careful when you get to mm-hmm. you know, those age groups where you jump over like 50. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they done seen some things and probably right. done some things. Right. And they might not really like you. Right. Honestly, I was fortunate to left. Travis's family is so kind. He's from Cleveland, Ohio. That's where I was born. I've I've seen that before. I think I did. And you're like, oh, that's where Travis from. <laughs> Cleveland. Um, but he he ex- he describes it as a melting pot. Like there yeah. is just everyone is there. The high school that he went to, his upbringing was just a variety of cultures. Right. And I think that his friends now are a reflection of that. He hangs out. I mean, his best friends are all black people, mm-hmm. Indian. And granted, he does have white friends as well, but like his inner circle is black people. Yeah. So for me, it was very comfortable coming around because I saw people that looked like me. When I did go to meet his mom and his family, it was, they were all white because Travis is white. Right. But they were very welcoming, very kind. And it definitely shifted my perspective when it comes Mm -hmm. to dating originally. Well, granted, will it always be like that dating, you know, a white man? Probably not. Yeah. If I had to go out on a limb and make a guess. Right. But I was lucky enough to have that experience at least. Yeah. Because he's in Cleveland, but... If you go to like Columbus, it's a little different. It's very Caucasian. <laughs> it's a little different. A little and honestly, different. if I, I, he probably wouldn't be as attractive to me. Like mm. I love the swagger that he has. I love mm-hmm. the way that he carries himself. 
Yeah. He doesn't give, you know, mm-hmm. stuffy toughy. Yeah, exactly. Because that would never, that would never work. It wouldn't work for me. It yeah. wouldn't work for me because that's, that's not me. Yeah. And it exactly. probably wouldn't work for that man either. You right. Know what I mean, well, it wouldn't work even for me. It wouldn't work if it was a black man that was like that. Exactly. Like that. Yes. Would just never exactly. be a thing. Like exactly. it's really about like personality and everything. Mm-hmm. There's so many other things that play a role 100%. other than somebody's skin color. Right. Okay, you guys, I don't know about you, but I find grocery shopping super intimidating. I feel like every time I go to the grocery store, I never really know what I want, and I end up just reaching for things that are easy to make, but super unhealthy for me. That's why I'm so excited to be starting Green Chef. Green Chef has a meal plan for every healthy lifestyle, keto, paleo, plant-powered diets, or even if you just want to have a delicious but balanced dish. Green Chef's expert chefs curate every recipe with over 30 meal choices every week and the flexibility to switch plans you'll never have to sacrifice taste for nutrition. You can enjoy restaurant-quality dishes in the comfort of your own home. Avoid the long lines at the grocery store and get fresh, premium ingredients delivered right to your door. And since Green Chef's ingredients are pre-portioned, you'll actually be reducing food waste by at least 25%. Green Chef is also America's number one meal kit for eating well, meaning they're the best meal kit whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, pescatarian, or you just want to eat more balanced meals. And if you're like me and just don't want to go to the grocery store, this makes it so much easier. Go to greenchef.com slash 125 and use code cami 125 to get $125 off, including free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash 125 and use code cami 125 to get $125 off plus free shipping. Besties, I know you're hungry like I am after listening to that. So I'm going to grab a snack and let's get back to the podcast. If you don't know already by listening to this and looking at the title, this episode is about interracial dating. But I wanted to talk about interracial dating with you specifically because I knew that the conversation wouldn't be cringe. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of times the topic of interracial dating can get so fucking cringe. And you must hear the weirdest shit regularly i could have we could just like go through a little dm scroll right now yeah. it'll be at least 15 at the top of my page like okay so how can i get a white man okay does he have a cousin that's white that would like me girl oh my god i'm team white boy too and it's oh. like i need y'all to know first of all and i said this plenty of times i ain't team not none of these men okay none i am of them. not and especially yes. not team white men yes as a black woman in america that would be the last team that i'm on okay yes, exactly hell no Exactly. If that's the team that y'all want to be on, cool, but that's not for me. Right. That's right. not for me. And I think that it's really weird to f- have this fetish, this obsession with specifically white men. I would never even say that about black men. Like, yeah. do I think that black love is amazing? 100%. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. I love it. Do I think that interracial dating is amazing? I do. Because I think that it speaks to the progression of our country, mm-hmm. the very little that there is. Mm-hmm. The fact that we are able to do that now. Cool. Yeah. But I am not going to shout from the mountaintops. Date Date. white man. Date white. White is right. Y'all got me confused. That's not what I mean. That's not what I'm here for. I will never, ever be here for it. Oh, my God. It is bizarre. Like you said. It's so bizarre. I remember I was having a conversation with this one girl. You know, hopefully you're not listening to podcasts. Even if you are, this is how I felt about what the fuck you said. (laughs) She was white. And she was dating a black boy. Oh, God. An athlete. Okay. And she got pregnant. And she's talking to me about it. And she was like... I have had a Pinterest board of mixed babies oh, my I whole life. <laughs> Their eyes are going to be coming. so green and hair is going to be so curly. But I hope they have my lips and my eyes. Right. They have like and my nose. Hair. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. Talk- mm. 
I hope they have all the Anglo-Saxon features. And God forbid they have 4C hair that I won't know how to do. And then it's like out with the kid. Yeah. <laughs> They're out. <Yeah>. Adoption. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But that's like, that is the kind of response that I feel like we see a lot mm-hmm. when it comes to interracial dating. I feel like people love to talk about the mixed babies yes. that you're going to have. Yes. I even, that. when talking about this episode, got messages from people being like, mixed babies are so cute. Everyone should date interracially. I'm like, that's sick. Do you understand how fucking weird that sounds? Yeah, and what you're really saying, what you're saying is, and even like we have to, I'm sure you get this a lot. Like, what are you mixed with? Yeah, all the time. Because you can never just be this beautiful and just be black. Right. You have to be mixed with white. Right. You have to be Spanish. Yeah. Like, no, I'm black. Yeah. Like, that's what y'all have to reprogram to understand. Yes. Is those beauty standards that you're so into come from somewhere. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it comes from black women, first of all. Second of 99%. all. 99%. Whether I have a mixed yes. child or not, and people are going to get on my ass for this because the other day I said my kids are going to be ugly, but that was only because I was bad and I feel like it's going to come back to me. But the when kids I, are going to be bad? Yeah. When I say ugly, I meant like bad and ugly. You know, like little bad kids that bite. That's why I feel like my kids are going to be like, shut the fuck up. But that's the nice point. Whether I, have, <laughs> oh, no. whether I have kids with a white man, Asian man, Spanish, black, my kids are going to be so cute yeah. because those are my children yes. and those are genetics and that it is what it is. Yes. Like, please stop trying to say that because my child is with a white man and they're going to have curly hair mm-hmm. and they're going to have blue eyes because God forbid they come out with hair like mine and mm. brown eyes like mine and brown mm. skin like mine. Mm. What the hell are y'all going to do? Right. What y'all going to do? Right. They're going to comment. Protest? They're going to comment. <laughs> this isn't what I thought that the baby was going to look Who's like. kid? Is this adopted? They always do that. No, for sure. And they always sick. do that. Look at fucking Harry and Meghan. It's sick. Oh my gosh. When they sick. had their son and like people are like, I wasn't expecting it to look that light. It's like, mm. uh. <laughs> Colorist. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. You need to do a class on genetics because people don't get how it works. They, they really don't. don't. get and how You it can works. pick and choose. It's bizarre. But you also have to acknowledge that when you're talking about mixed babies, you're really talking about a specific looking type of child Mm -hmm. with lighter eyes, lighter skin, features that are more Anglo-Saxon, hair that is, you know, looser and like more manageable, quote unquote, for Mm -hmm. you because you don't know how to do that kind of hair. Right. Like you have to be cognizant of what you're actually saying. Yeah. And I don't think that people are. No. They just say it. Like a lot of things. They just say it. They just say it. I think another misconception about interracial dating is the fact that people think that interracial dating only exists with black and white people. Also that. Also that. Because if you say, like even people who say like, oh, I'm biracial. I've seen this a lot on TikTok lately where someone will be like, I'm biracial and Mm -hmm. they're white and Asian or Mm -hmm. they're Asian and Mexican. Right. And the person is like, "What? Do you, why are you calling yourself biracial? <laughs> because I'm Mol- more than one. Because I'm two. Even more than one of them. <laughs> one plus <laughs> one is two. Two races. One plus one equals two. Two races, two. one person. Three races, one plus one, one is two. <laughs> two plus two is four. It's math, babe. It's math, okay? Like, it's the obsession. It's the obsession that really gets me every time. I'm not on TikTok, so I don't really see it so much. What the fuck do you mean you're not on TikTok? Okay, no, I'm, I have TikTok, but I don't really like look at the TikTok. I was about to, what? I know. I was just literally <laughs> just talking shit about people who, who don't. don't look at TikTok. Cause I'm like, you not you don't like nice things. <laughs> you don't like nice things. Okay, I think maybe Why? if you gave me pages to follow, I feel a little bit overwhelmed. I feel overwhelmed when mm-hmm. I get on there. I feel like there's a lot of things being thrown, thrown at me. <laughs> I don't really know where I belong. Yeah. I, can't, I haven't found a TikTok home yet. Yeah. And I know that it's, there are like, there are homes, right? There's right. like 
um, like DIY, DIY, <laughs> DIY, uh? DIY. Yes, DIY. Yes. <laughs> there's cooking. Yes. There's like fitness. Yes. Yeah, I just haven't found mine. I'm on lesbian TikTok for whatever reason, but I feel is this great like lesbian there. porn or like what? well, no, although that that would be my preference, but <laughs> same. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Exactly. <laughs> Period. <laughs> so yes. So I'm on lesbian TikTok. That's yeah. why I feel most comfortable. But yeah. I also get a ton of interracial TikToks. And my I'm in a relationship with a black man. Okay, time out. What is lesbian TikTok? It's just lesbians that are TikToking? Yeah. And like talking about dating women. And eating okay, vagina. Okay, send me. Please send me a link after this because I need to see. It and don't eating have... eating vagina. Yeah. They're talking Which about it. They're TikToking. I, yeah. They're dancing about da- eating vagina. Well, no, they're not dancing. Just you, Sometimes they dance. <laughs> <laughs> they're not dancing when they talk about this. But they're talking about like shit like for instance, uh, this is so fucking off topic, but they're talking about <laughs> I'm shit so like, intrigued. they're talking about shit like, you know, women, like as women or people with vaginas, we get very um, self-conscious sometimes when it comes to like, say we've been out all night and mm-hmm. like, you know, somebody wants to go down on us. And we're like, ah, yeah, I'm not clean. They yeah. like really break. They're like, this is what it tastes like. This is what it's like. And I find that to be so intriguing because I don't want to hear it from a man. Honestly, there was a meme the other day that was like, damn, I wish I had a penis so that I could know what vagina was like. Or pers- like specifically my own vagina. Right. You know what I mean? And right. It's like, I would also yeah. like to know that. Why not? So although they're not talking about specifically my vagina, I do. I would be intrigued. Mm-hmm. See? I would be intrigued. I'll send you some video. Please I'll do. send you some content. Please do. Okay, what, back to the interracial TikTok. My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> back to the interracial Shout TikTok. out to the end. But yes, even that, like I see the comments that mm-hmm. people leave on those TikToks and especially I think we also have to talk about the difference if we are talking about black and white interracial relationships because you're in one so you can speak to that Mm -hmm. do you notice the difference between you as a black woman being with a white man and a black man being with a white woman the difference in commentary oh my yes what you can go and look at my Instagram comments I I just posted a picture with Travis which I haven't done in months Mm -hmm. For my own sanity. Like yeah. it's literally self-care to just not even deal with it because mm-hmm. I struggle deeply with not lashing out and responding to every single last person and going on their page and like finding their wife and their kid and DMing them and letting them know how disgusting of a man their father is. Me? That's my struggle. Like seriously, it's yes. like my downfall with social media. Yeah. I'm trying to get a grip on that. So mm-hmm. haven't posted Travis in a long time. Posted him yesterday and it was like just comment after comment, black man after black man calling me a a bedwinch, which I had to Google. <gasps> when we first started dating, I had to Google it, which now I know bedwinch for anyone listening that doesn't know is um, the black woman that sleeps with the white slave owner to like receive benefits as in like not being raped. Yeah. You get to come but into the house. You're still being raped, but yes. Yeah. Okay. But it's like, you're, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's a step up. Right. Got yeah, it. So bedwinch, I just, the list goes on. I, I t- but mostly from black men. Oh, 100%. What the fuck? Only because they're mad because they don't have you themselves. Has, I mean, I I wonder. I don't know. And sometimes it's like, oh, it it comes from fake pages. But a lot of times it will be active pages of black men who are posting pictures who are active on their account, who show their faces and will literally, mm. with no fear in the world, come to my page and just lash out. Go crazy. You with the slave owner, you know, you. how could you do this to your people? You're putting us back. How can we ever progress? It just, it goes on and on and on. It's deeply rooted. And I don't know. I can't pinpoint it. You know what I mean? I've tried yeah. to. I really have. Yeah. 
I don't know what the reasoning is. And I guess it would be helpful. Maybe I should like calmly talk to someone about it. Like one that leaves me a comment like, hi, where is this coming from? I don't you think, think that anything they have a would place. Come? No. <laughs> you think any rationale mm, come out of that? No. <laughs> no. I think they'll be like what they usually do when you come at trolls and be like, I never thought you would see this. Right. Uh, tell Travis I said hi. <laughs> Can I get a jersey? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, literally. I'll kill you. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I definitely think that there is a difference. When yeah. a black woman chooses to date a white man, it's the end of the world. But like you said, in high school, guys were doing that. It was cool to yeah. take the mixed girl, the white girl to prom. It was not cool to take the black girl. Right. It wasn't. It was like a trend. It was a right. thing. Oh, look, and it's still like that. It is, to be yeah, honest. It's it still really, like that. really is. And it's really, it's unfortunate. I also noticed, you know, when it comes to, I, I think that the the biggest, I would say, quote unquote, issue that black people have not so much, well, in your experience, obviously, you've experienced it. But, like, I think that a lot of times a black woman with a white man is more accepted. Mm-hmm. I would woman, say. A white man is more accepted. Okay. From what I've seen. But then when you have a black man who's dating a white woman. What am I trying to say? I the think reverse. that. reverse. Yeah, yeah, the reverse. But what I've, I've noticed here, this is what I was going to say. This is what it was. <laughs> it's right here. It's right here. It's right here. You right gotta stretch it out a little bit. You gotta stretch it out. Yes. When a black woman dates a white man, I have noticed that there's nothing typically where you hear the black woman saying, like, I don't like black men. I don't fuck with black men. That's why I'm dating this white king. Mm-hmm. But you don't hear that. Mm-hmm. Whereas when a black man dates a white woman, automatically it becomes some kind of pass to degrade oh, black yeah. women. Because black women got too much attitude and black women do this and yeah. black women do that. Or that's why I date, I date Latina women because yeah. they Cooking, take care clean, of their men. Yep. And I date Asian women because they did it. Mm-hmm. Anytime it feels like, and I'm not going to say anytime because then I'm going to get people in my comments. I'm, I'm a black man. I date them outside of my race. I never said generalize. <laughs> Don't generalize. Don't generalize. But like a lot of times when black men date outside of their race, it becomes a whole bashing session of black women when to me I'm like but a black woman brought you into this world mm, and will take you out me, and will take you and out. I'm the one that will take you out period but even when black men a lot of black men especially darker skinned black men date lighter skinned women mm-hmm. it becomes well I don't date dark skinned women because da 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 and I'm yeah. like first of all and anytime I've been approached by a man who's like oh I love you because your skin color like that's what I like I don't like darker I'm like Literally get the fuck no, away from me. literally. It's disgusting. Get the fuck away from me. Because if I had kids with you. Yes. What my would you kids be teaching are, our kids? What would you be teaching them? And yes. they might be brown skin or dark skin yeah. like you. Yeah. So how are you to make those kinds of... Con- you don't like your mother? No, literally. And I think as black people too, we're quick to point, you know, like to the outside. Like, oh, you guys have... You guys are colorist. Mm-hmm. Like, you're racist. But we really have to address that within our own community mm-hmm. because it is mm-hmm. real and rampant. Yeah. This idea, this hierarchy that the fairer your skin is and the darker you are, that's something that we have to fix with amongst ourselves yeah. before we can even go and address somebody else, yeah. right? Agreed. So how are we going to do that if the minute a sister decides, okay, I'm going to broaden my horizons a little bit. Yeah. I'm going to dip my toe in the water a little bit. Yes. And you tear her down. You call her a bedwinch. Yes. <laughs> and call her a porch, you dark porch monkey. That's also another favorite. It's like, what are we? What? What are we doing? And Kimmy, I tell you, I'm, I have cried. I've cried like real tears when Travis and I first started dating girl boo who crying he would be like like just don't post us no more literally that became the solution like just don't do it because I couldn't take it I'm like I couldn't understand I can get emotional talking about now I couldn't understand how black people 
real black people, real humans could say those things to me, especially because it's like, I don't feel that way. I don't think that I'm any better for dating a white man. Yeah. I don't think less of black men because I am dating a white man. Like, yeah. I love y'all all the same. I wish y'all all would act right. Right. Well, I'll date all of y'all. <laughs> I would date all of y'all at once. Yes. No, it, it, it just, it never made sense to me. And I could never comprehend it. It broke my heart so much, especially because I was always the girl that would stand up for black men, especially mm. on the internet. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We're very vocal. Yes. And I'm the first one to stand up. Yes. For anything. But then I feel like, do you ever get DMs from people who are like, how can you even talk about black issues when you out here dating All the time. a white man? It's like, All the time. I'm, still, I'm black. still black. Yeah, I, I still have a heart. I'm so compassionate. Yeah. Right is wrong. Wrong is right. I still have yes. eyes. Yes. Exactly. It's just it's a never ending cycle. Yeah. And I think if we start to address it amongst ourselves within our own community, could it get better? 100%. Until yeah. then, no, it's going to be the same nonsense. Yeah. Which is fucking sad. sick. It's sick. And I often wonder, like, because we are both black women, I wonder if other races experience Feel the, the same, same thing. thing. I know. You know, because yeah. I know, especially when it comes to like religious things, mm-hmm. I could totally see how that could happen. Like yeah. if you're Jewish and you're dating somebody who's not Jewish or like, you know, you're Greek Orthodox, like that, right. those are, you know, cultures right. within themselves as well as religions. But I I can only speak from what I've Same. seen. I would be very interested to know. Yeah. I would imagine though that it's probably not very different. Right. The struggle is still real. Okay. I don't know about you guys, but when my body is not getting the nutrients that it needs, I can feel it. Like you guys know I love to work out. You know, I love to go to the gym and be on my little fitness kick. But if I'm not like feeding my body what it needs, I can feel it. And gaps in the diet should not be ignored. Over 97% of women ages 19 to 50 are not getting enough vitamin D from their diet. And 95% are not getting their recommended daily intake of key omega-3s. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin was formulated by exhaustive research to help fill nutrient gaps in the diets of women ages 18 plus. It's formulated with the nutrients to help support brain health, bone health, blood health, and provide antioxidant support. But Ritual didn't stop there. They invested in a gold standard university-led clinical trial to prove the impact of Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin. And the results was that it was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in 12 weeks. Rituals committed to a third-party testing from USP and the non-GMO project, traceable and vegan-friendly ingredients, and always clear communication. No shady stuff. You know we don't do that. I just love that it's a multivitamin and it's in one place and I don't have to take a million vitamins to get the nutrients that I need. And right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash cami and turn healthy habits into a ritual. That's 10% off at ritual.com slash cami. Okay, friends, we're taking care of our bodies. We're taking care of our minds. Now let's take care of the rest of this episode. Well, I had a white boyfriend once. Oh my gosh, what was it like? <laughs> my first boyfriend was white. Really? But he was adopted. So I would tell everybody that he was half Hispanic so that they wouldn't make fun of him. A white boy. <laughs> Not lie on the man's hair, T. I definitely did. His <laughs> name was Noah, you? and he was definitely white. It was in the eighth grade. Okay. He was so sweet. Oh, Noah. But then we were at a house party, and he tried to put his tongue in my mouth, and I broke up with him. You're like, on the 4th of kissing? July. You're like, honestly, you need to ask for permission. Yeah. Ask first. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> What? We what do not this? make out. <laughs> we do not make no. out. No. <laughs> I was still new to that. I was so confused. He was innocent. It was very innocent. He was very sweet, but I broke up with him. And that was it. That was the last time that you did. He also smoked cigarettes. Oh, whoa, Noah. <laughs> Noah? 
is giving badass and in the eighth grade yeah. he was smoking cigarettes he was like doing motocross like he was like and then i changed all my favorite music his favorite music he used to listen to some 41 yeah 182 yes. so that was all i listened to yeah are you you're giving courtney you know what i mean yeah like, i was you seen, definitely giving courtney have you seen courtney wear colors since you started dating no oh boy no. i'm like courtney are you ever gonna wear color again babe? never okay you have to match your man every no day? color yes give it off that She's was like i'm committed i'm committed i was courtney in the eighth grade i totally understood it Okay, so we did some polls on our Instagram. Ooh. And we love a poll. We love a poll. <laughs> we love a poll. The first one was, have you ever been in an interracial relationship? Mm. And it was almost 50-50 for yes and no. That's it was 58% yes. Okay. 42% okay. no. Then we asked, if yes, did you feel like you got the support that you needed from your family and friends and community? 60% said yes. 40% said no. Mm. Then the last one that we did was, do you feel that society accepts and understands interracial relationships the way that they should? 88% said no. And I feel like that is accurate mm -hmm. as hell. Mm -hmm. So accurate. Yeah. Yeah. We also asked people, you know, like, what was the most shocking thing? What shocked you the most about being in a relationship outside of your race? Because I have a platform via social media, I think it was like the alarming response of black people, like I said before, that were just completely blatantly judgmental of not only my relationship, not only like my partner, but me. Mm -hmm. Like it became fair ground to just completely tear me down, to yeah. question like my authenticity as a black person, my desire to be black. I think that that was the most alarming. I just didn't get it. I didn't, I never even imagined it. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe I'm a little naive and a little sheltered because I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood school. Mm -hmm. So I never really experienced that. But to like on the grand scale, I I was just like, what is this? I yeah. told you I had to Google what a bed one yeah. is. Like I've just, I've never even heard some yeah. of these words that were being thrown towards me. And from black people at that, I think, I guess I always thought like the very like racist people in society were white people, mm -hmm. honestly. Mm -hmm. And then to see that it was a lot more black people that were a lot more racist than I ever knew. Yeah. Than I ever knew. Yeah. Like, I just couldn't even wrap my mind around it. Yeah. No, I, I fully, fully believe that. I fully believe that. Yeah. We got a lot of messages from people saying, you know, how ignorant their partner's families were mm. and how much, you know, people go after the kids mm -hmm. and the kids' looks, which we just talked about. It's the, There's a lot of that, actually, the dirty looks that we get in public. I, do you guys get dirty looks? No, because we fine, girl. Absolutely. <laughs> we don't get nothing. And fly. Y'all <laughs> always look good. Y'all always look good. But, but imagine if out, you yeah. weren't like a public yeah. figure couple. And my heart goes out to anyone that's experiencing that. Like, people not supporting the love that you have for the person in your life has to. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks because it's like you want to be celebrated and you want to people to appreciate, you know, the connection that you guys have and the happiness that you've found. Right. So I can only imagine what that feels like. And I truly, truly, if anyone is experiencing that, fuck them. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck all of those people. Mm -hmm. A lot of times it comes from a place of insecurity, projection, them not being able to find love in whatever little tiny little pot they're looking in because mm -hmm. they can only date the people that look like them. Right. So that's on them. Like you can't allow, you cannot allow that to affect you because that's your happiness. If yeah. you find happiness with this person, if you are at peace, ignore it. Right. I know it's hard, but do it. Right. For your, your sanity. Yeah, your happiness is on the line. A lot of people were shocked at the racial kind of situations and racism that was directed towards their partners. Mm -hmm. Like somebody said, you know, her, their black boyfriend got followed around in a shop by a security guard. 
Um, mm. And it was a reality check for them because they never had to experience anything like that. Man. And Travis and I, on a different level, especially when a lot of the like police brutality incidents were going on, obviously they're still ongoing, but when we were really like in the heat of it, mm-hmm. we had to have a lot of uncomfortable conversations. Right. Like a lot. Yeah. Like tears, like screaming, passionate, heated conversations. Yes. I won't say arguments. And it was eye-opening for me too, because I'm like, okay, wow, we really are, I really am black and you really are white. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Like, for example, the conversation about white privilege, like mm-hmm. he could not understand. He just didn't get it. Mm-hmm. He didn't get it initially. He's like, what do you mean? Like, I my favorite people, my most loved people in my life are black people. Like, yeah. I love you. You're my girl. Right. There is no white privilege over here. Yeah. In his mind. You know what I mean? He's like, mm-hmm. that doesn't apply to me. Like, no, you're it's like, white privilege. Everybody's I'm like, no, no, but you don't understand. Your existence yeah. is white privilege. Both can be true. Yes. Yeah. It was a hard it was yeah. a hard hill to get over and we got over it. We had to watch a lot of films. Yes. We had to talk to a lot of people. Because honestly, yes. though, because I'm like, okay, because we can't move forward. Right. Like, if we don't get this clear. Right. We can't move forward. Because like we said, we're going to have kids one day mm-hmm. and we're going to have to teach our kids how to navigate this world. Mm-hmm. And what I'm not going to do, if they are white passing, right. is they're going to know that they're black and what that means to be black and what it means to be white. Period. And how to move in yeah. this place called the United States of America. Yeah. But even having that conversation, it's like, we're still going to have a black son mm-hmm. and you're going to have to teach him yes. what he needs to do when he gets stopped by police yep. because unfortunately it's different. that's still a thing and it's still different for us but most white people didn't have that talk. No, they didn't. Because why would they have to? And in his defense too and Travis's defense he his friends experience those things. He's mm-hmm. been in the car where they've gotten pulled over mm-hmm. and they get treated differently than he has. Right. And they always ask the white guy in the car, like, are you okay, yeah. sir? What are you doing with these guys? He's like, what? These are my, fr- like, these are yeah. my best friends. Yeah. So because of that, I think that's another layer of why we work and why he can understand things and see things through a different lens. Right. But had he not had those same experiences, it probably would be a different situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we would have, we would have made it to almost five years. <laughs> okay. Let me play some voicemails that we have from some people. Cute. Hey, Cammy and friends. Uh, my name is Noel. I'm in Chicago. I think it's really awesome what y'all are doing. Uh, so my question is about my relationship. I've been with my boyfriend for a year and a half. I am black, African-American. And he is Mexican and Ecuadorian, and I've actually never been in an interracial relationship this long, but he is the sweetest, kindest human being. And there are some overlaps to our culture. I think for me, since it's new to be in a interracial relationship, there are just certain things where you're like, oh, yeah, it's a reminder, you're not a black man, because that has been my history. And so I guess I wonder how to not try to look at that person as a black man and accept them for who they are, um, but also not carry any shame as a black woman with a man outside of her race. You know, black people, we love us. We have black love and all of these things going on, and but we also want one another to love genuinely. And so how do you navigate not feeling shame for not dating a black man? So there's so many things to it because we know a lot of black men date outside of their race, but it seems like it's been normalized, whereas black women out of dating out of their race hasn't been as much, or it's a little awkward. So yeah, how do I stand tall and be confident in that as well while I navigate predominantly black spaces? Thanks, you all. 
Thanks, I girl. Like that was the perfect question for you. <laughs> You're like, damn. Um, okay, so for me, I think that I confidently navigate the space of interracial dating because who I am at home is my true authentic self. And so because of that, I can go into the world at peace knowing that I'm not trying to be anything other than myself. I stay true to my values culturally. I stay true to anything that I'm battling mentally. You know, like any conversation that I would have with a black friend outside in the world, I have with Travis. I mean, and what from hair textures to we've had conversations about like, do not comment about my hair. Like, don't that's off ground. Mm -hmm. Like that ain't it. Because mm -hmm. I'll let you know right now. Like that's a problem yes. for black women. Yes. Don't do it. Yes. And he knows better. He takes my weaves out. I wear a bonnet <gasps> to bed. Like I don't change anything because I'm dating a white man. Period. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. if I need help with this weave, you're going to have to help me out. Right. Yeah. And the bonnet is staying. Every, the bonnet is required. Yeah. So it's a package deal. Yeah. <laughs> but because of that, I'm I'm so confident in my relationship. I know that he loves me for me and all of me. And I'm, yes, I am a black woman, but there's so many facets to myself. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I'm, there's so many layers to me. Yeah. But being a black part of a woman is a huge part of it. Mm -hmm. It's a huge part of it. And he accepts that. He loves that. And I think the comfort and the safe space that I have with him within our own home makes me feel in a lot of ways, invincible. Yeah. Like y'all can think whatever you want about my relationship. You can think whatever you want about me, but this is who I am. I love me. He loves me for me. Take it or leave it. Yeah, period. That's a great one. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so the next one uh, says, hey, Cami, I'm Belgian, living in Belgium, and I'm in a relationship Ooh. with my Moroccan boyfriend for a year now. Since we have different religions, Christian and Muslim, it's not, it has not always been that easy. Mm. I let him into my family to meet them, but he's been keeping me a secret from his family. He says his mom knows about us, but I doubt that. Right now, I'm just scared to continue the relationship because I think one day he will just tell me that it's over to please his family and marry a Moroccan Muslim girl. Thank mm. you for the advice. Hmm. There's layers because, you know, typically, I, someone else had written in on the show who said that they felt that their significant other was hiding them from their family and they had been together for two years and they were mm. like, I haven't met their family yet. It's this Stashing. is weird. Yeah. Stashing. Stashing. Period. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but that's like a thing. But yeah. I and I get I understand that this is different because there is a religious mm -hmm. kind of cultural component to that. That's difficult. But at the same time, if they know that it's hurting you and they know that, they obviously know it's going to be a problem. 100%. That's why they haven't pulled the trigger and, and made something happen yet. You haven't yeah. been on FaceTime. They don't, there's a reason why. And I think that your fears are valid. 100%. Because he very well could be like, you know what? Because some people in some religions and some cultures, it's like if you date anyone outside of your race, you're disowned. That's it. Yeah. You don't have access to your family anymore. You don't have yeah. access to your religion anymore. You can't be buried in the cemetery that your family's buried in. Like right. it's, it's deep in that way. Very deep. So it makes sense that he might make that decision. Mm -hmm. But if he is still in the process of trying to decide that, I think that you have to set your own boundaries for yourself and say, you know what? When you're ready, let me know. Yes. And if I'm still around. Okay, then. We can try it. I agree. I think that it's it's possible to exist, you know, having different religious backgrounds, depending on what your religion is. Like you said, it varies. Mm -hmm. However, I do think it's a reflection of your partner, right? Yeah. Travis didn't grow up in church. I grew up in church on Easter. I want to go to church. Mm -hmm. I haven't been to church all year, but on Easter Sunday. Oh, I'm. We're going to put our nice clothes on. Are you kidding? And we're going to church. Because that's when they have the play. Yeah. 
I'm there and for the, the play. The banquet, the food afterwards. <laughs> I'm there for the banquet and the play. Okay. <laughs> and you know what he does? He puts his good clothes on. Yes. He gets in the car and he comes to church with me. Yeah. Because that's what you do in a relationship, right? You have to meet each other halfway. Whether you grew up religious or not, you have to have respect for the fact that this is this is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. So in this situation, I wish her the best, but I also wish that he would take a chance. Mm-hmm. If he really cares about you, he will bring you around and see the response. Yeah. And it might not be the end of the world. Yeah. But if he continues to stash you, like you said, let's put a halt to it. it Until you're ready, let yes. me know. It, it might have to be a wrap. Just, yeah. just for your own sanity and for your own dignity. Right. Like, you don't deserve to be At all. pushed to the back burner and, like, he can Hidden. bring you out when he wants to. And then, you know, when he's talking to his mom, he's like, shh, don't say anything. Yeah, don't speak, not move. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, no, you deserve to be with somebody that's all about you and, like, we get the cultural element. That's perfectly fine mm-hmm. and beautiful. However, he can hit you up. Right. When when uh, when he converts. When he <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell him to call you when he's ready to convert. <laughs> you know. I hope you've all enjoyed this podcast <laughs> the way that we have. Obviously, I could talk about this for five million more years. Same. But thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me, girl. Of course, you're I'm the best. Kidding. You were on like literally my top five list of people that I had to have on. I love that. So I'm so glad that you came. Thank you. Tell everybody where to find you. At I'm Kayla Nicole on all social media, y'all. Period poo. Coming to a TV near you and everything else. Yes. I can't wait. I'm so excited for you. Ow! (laughs) (laughs) Bye, y'all. Soodles! Thank you so much for listening. You can catch a new episode of Relationship every single Friday. Make sure you hit that follow button so you don't miss any of the action. And I want to hear from you. So please, if you love the show, leave us a review. But by review, you know I only need five stars only. And let us know what you think. Make sure you follow us on socials at Relationship on Instagram and at Relationship Pod on Twitter. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye, bestie.